Welcome to Inspiration to Creation. If you're feeling a little bit directionless in creating an authentic life or business for yourself, or maybe you're just in need of a little more purpose in your days, then you've come to the perfect place. Together, we'll hear from special guests, share stories and strategies to help us lead a more purpose-led life. The journey from inspiration to creation is powered by purpose, and I'm so happy that you're here today to start that journey. I am thrilled to welcome Rachel Collard to our first episode of Inspiration to Creation in Conversation. Thank you. An absolute mouthful. Rachel is the mother of three boys and the ultimate creative slushy. She's an award-winning interior designer, business owner of R&Co Design Studio, slash keynote speaker with a background in psychology, slash seaside accommodation creator, and host of Miss Morris in Mount Martha, <laughs> which is where we are today. Yes. Is there anything that this woman cannot do and thrive at? I've been bursting with excitement to have this conversation with Rachel. I've actually never met her until today, yes. but I do somehow feel as if I really know you. Rachel is fun, she's warm, she's powerful, and I can't wait to see where our convo goes. Yeah. Welcome. Too nice, thank you. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> really well. Yeah. I mean, really good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so good. Well, thank you so much for having us in your home here, well your seaside home here. Yes, home thank away you. From Thanks home. for coming and it's been yeah, it's been a treat to be able to do this and um, have people come here and then love it as much as I do. Absolutely, yeah. yeah it is very beautiful and very unassuming, we were saying from yeah, the front <laughs> Which is awesome. It's a beach shack. It is and a true beach shack, which mm. I really love because beach houses, the whole beach house in Tassie where I grew up, that's not a thing. You don't call them a beach house. It's a shack. It's a shack. It's just like a little fibro shack. That's all it is yeah, so yeah, yeah. when people use the wording beach house I'm like no 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 that's not it's the vibe I'm after <laughs> yeah exactly right so let's get stuck into it and let's start at the very beginning yeah young Rachel what was she like what were you like as a kid I don't think that I've actually changed that much to be honest yeah I think very much so you know starting off as a child you're kind of innocent and you're really tapped into everything that you love and mm. there's no limits and boundaries. Mm. Um, and then you kind of go through teenage years and yeah. some of your adult years. And I think there's a lot of restraint and you know society kind of dictates certain ways that you're meant to be. And then mm. you kind of hit your stride and you mm. find yourself again. And I feel like I'm kind of back into that little childlike feeling in again, but obviously with maturity and wrinkles and lines and all that stuff. But all the best parts. All the best parts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was always, you know, curious. I loved being around people. Um, I loved always experimenting with different things. And I was definitely a tomboy. Yeah. Um, but I also liked fashion and makeup and modeling. Yeah. And interiors. So yeah. interior design, is that something that there's always been a passion? There's always been something there for you? Do you know, it's like one of those not obvious things because sure. when you think, when now you start, on reflection, yeah, yeah, right. So you're like, oh, no, it never felt like that. But then, even as a teenager, I'd, you know, obviously had my own room, and then when my sister eventually moved out, I got the two rooms, and I just always remember forever changing furniture around to change the mood or the environment yes. or suit my mood. 
and there was always that going on mm. and then it got to a point where I got so bored I'd just paint different colours or I'd always be doing like an artwork piece. Mm. Um, photography was a big thing for me so that was always tapping into like creative part of me. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So there's always that like underlining creative expression but it, you weren't necessarily one of those types who were like, I'm going to be an interior no. designer. No. Yeah, which admittedly, I don't know that there's too many of those people out there. We all know one or two but who have it it's so out. directive about yeah and i think even back in the day like i want i wanted to be a psychologist so yes i was all about people and the psyche of how people think and why people do things mm. and so then you know you were typical it's like well you've got to go do a degree and like you know think about what you're going to do as a career and what money you'll make yes. and so then I kind of went into psych which I don't regret actually yeah did you go all the way through like yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, I wow. did the degree and then actually went and worked as a counsellor for women who were escaping domestic violence wow so that was a huge thing and then I think I just burnt out because it was so intense obviously yeah but it's very I'm very passionate about it mm. and then kind of discovered interior design but I think there were moments growing up where I was like Oh, I actually quite like this. Mm. I reckon the pivotal point was when I was 23, so I finally, finally moved out of home. There's still kids at home now. Yeah, exactly, uh, 23. <laughs> it's not that old at it all. It seems like younger. <laughs> yeah. um, I bought my first house in Queensland, so on the Gold Coast. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you lived on the Gold Coast at no, the time? No, so I w- was with my parents and wow. I was with my um, then partner mm-hmm. and we were like, you know what, let's just have a sea change he was finishing off his degree so we're like let's just go to Gold Coast you can finish it up in Queensland and I'll just start looking for a job because I had finished my degree Mm. in psych and then moved relocated bought the house renovated it for like I think it took like 12 months because we were first time renovators yeah and also had to like get money together to do it all but I think that for me was pivotal it was like the I love doing it I love the challenge the fast pace the Mm. communication with trades project managing and also like the labor work don't do it so much now but (laughs) the stress so in other words the stress you're like yes that's i love the stress i love the challenge and also like like how good is it when you put something together and you finish it and the vision comes to reality like it's just the best feeling ever particularly i don't know about you but i often find when i'm being creative it's generally better in real life than what I'd conjured up in my mind. Yes. And I'm like, wow, like this has actually come together so well, yep. plus exceeded the expectations, which is always nice. It's always nice because I think, I think I was saying this too before with the with Miss Morris, um, it's like you have this vision and you're like, oh, I'm just going to put like green on sage on the floor and then I'm going to paint pink walls and then I'm going to have like splashes of colour. And in anyone's mind, that's like insane. Yeah, like there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. The and then image in your mind. Yeah, yeah. right. And then once you, once you do it, it's the feeling that it creates, right? Absolutely. And that's the emotion that comes with interiors and being creative. Like I love that part of it. It really is. Mm. You're putting a splash of yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that key moment when you renovated your first place, are there any other pivotal moments that now with hindsight you can look back on and think, yeah, that was so pivotal in my life journey to where you are now? Do you mean in terms of being like that creative or yeah, like, something I made a decision to actually go into interiors? Yeah, kind of a bit of both. To yeah. have an interior design company now plus having Miss Morris, this space. Yeah. All of the things that you're doing right now, are there key points along the way that now you can pinpoint and go, ah, I see it now? Yeah, I think, 
Yeah, everything's a journey, right? And I think because I am a little bit sporadic, I blame that on the creative side, <laughs> is that, and I, I do have a very like willingness to be open to things that come my way, mm. I guess, just in general in the universe. So I think being a, a bit lost in my teenage years and my 20s and, and probably somewhat my 30s as well, it kind of allowed me to be open to try different things. So I think every decision I made became closer to getting to this point. Mm. Um, you know, in my 20s, I spent a lot of time um, working at different jobs, like working at a fabric house. Um, I would do volume building and do customer service and contract administrator. And then you kind of led into interior design. And mm. so every step that I, every decision that I made definitely got me to this point. Yes. And then I think you know, it's the personality, right? So every time I worked in a company, whilst I got so much from it, and there was that creative output, it never kind of really sat comfortably with me because I never got to do exactly what I wanted. Yes. Um, so I always felt like, you know, there was boundaries and mm. I wanted to just break out of those confinements. Probably pivotal decisions as to how we got to R&Co was, yeah. you know, it's the, it, it was, parts of being with the boys like my boys are like my life mm. um and they were super little when I was working say at like freedom kitchens and the hours were insane because I was out at like seven o'clock at night and I wouldn't get home till midnight and so I was missing out on all these Wowee. things yeah um and that was in between like just shoving dinner down my throat and not being able to sit down with them so for mm. me it was like well I really want to I want to be part of that and I don't want to miss those moments and I want work-life balance so how mm. do I get that and that for me was starting my own business yeah which got me to the initially it was co-kitchens because I yeah. focused on kitchens yes um and then figuring out that having a business is really really hard yeah and <laughs> did it give you that life balance that you were looking for is that no, something have that you, you could achieve <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that meme on Instagram and it's like I wanted a work-life balance, so then I opened up my own company and now I work 24 yeah exactly <laughs> like, right yeah but it's it's the limitless possibilities, Absolutely. right? It's the, there is something freeing about it. Yeah, yeah. and there's the, there's the foresight to go, well, actually, if I work really, really hard for the next five, ten years or however long that mm. goal is, then this is what my life looks like on the other side, which yes. there's something so great about that too. Absolutely, there is. Yeah. yeah. And don't you reckon when you're working on your own or for yourself, um, like for me, it never feels like work because it's for me, right? It's yeah. for the things that I want to do for my kids and what my life looks like. Um, so I get control of that. So it never feels like work. Like yeah. I love it. There's that real purpose. Yeah. Like there's an underlying purpose as to why you're doing it. Absolutely. So it fulfills you to keep powering through. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. So when you are designing these spaces and working with clients, mm -hmm. Is there like an underlying intention that you're always trying to achieve with every design that you put together? Is there something in particular you're trying to nail for them or for you? Or is every project completely different and there's just chaos? No. <laughs> um, sometimes there's chaos. Yeah, sure. um, my brain's sometimes chaotic. But that's an interesting question because I guess when you sit in the interior design space, you're like automatically your mind would go to, you know, how do you design intent in terms of like the look and feel mm. for me I guess with my psych background and my brain works in funny ways is the design intent for me is just nailing the brief like yeah. if I can sit with a client and actually understand what they're trying to achieve their passions their vision their reality and I can actually get into someone's brain in 
and actually not very much of a long time. Like you're mm. not sitting with them for like hours upon hours. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's then, not like a psych session where they right. come to the table thinking, oh, I'm going to give my life story here. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's this, there's this skill for me in terms of how do I get the design intent? And it's about the listening, right? And mm. it's about hearing what they're actually saying and reading between the lines. And then I think you really can get a great outcome. I mean, yes, colours and materials, they're so important to how you feel in amongst the home. Um, but I think that stuff comes easy when you've got the layout and the design intent and their brief nailed. Mm. Putting in putting colours and stuff together, I guess, because it comes naturally for me, that then becomes quite easy because then you understand them fully. Yes, you yeah. actually understand what will light them up because you've done the groundwork prior. Yeah. 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 What inspires you? Is there someone or something or somewhere mm. you go to seek this inspiration to help your clients? So I think, yeah, look, I realistically... When I think about a person, mm. it's a, it sounds so ridiculous. When I think about a person, it's actually my dad. Yeah, so that's not ridiculous. Cliche. No, that's great. Because he, he, and again, in hindsight, right? Because at the time, it was like, I hate your dad. Yes, But of it course. was, he's, you know, he's just got a zest for life. He's mm-hmm. so passionate about anything that he does. He's always willing to try new things. He's so open in the way he sees the world. Mm. Um, yeah, you're a little bit teary. Oh, <laughs> so um, and I think because he was, he's just so sporadic, right? So he's mm. just like, yeah, we'll just do anything. And if you give everything a try, you, you can't fail, right? And if yeah. you fail, you just get back up. So I think in terms of how I approach things as a business, how I approach things and people, mm. he's had a massive influence on me in terms mm. of that stuff. And I guess in with interiors and design, I'm Virgo, so I... Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talk, yeah. we talk about this we, to me. We, yeah. Um, I think being a Virgo, right, and when I read stuff, I'm like, oh, this is so true because yeah. you seek beauty in everything around you, right, mm. in the world. So you only, you're you're driven and um, motivated by beautiful things. So for me, it's like how does the light reflect off a floor and doesn't that look amazing and how does that, that, that light bounce off walls? So everything to me I kind of am inspired by. I know it mm. sounds so cliche. No. But it's like how how does nature inspire you and what are the feelings that you get from particular things? Mm. Um, when you look at outside this house, to me, it's like this, you know, dilapidated, derelict, unassuming house. But then the beauty for me is that it's unassuming, right? Absolutely. So you, come you in open and the door and yeah. it's just a room full of happiness inside. Yeah. yeah. So it's always for me about I'm inspired by how does it make you feel? Mm. What are the intentions with that? Um, one of the things that I'll ask my clients that I think is pivotal in like a brief is what are the three keywords that you want to feel when you walk into your home after we're done? That's so great. Huge. Yeah. yeah. It's such a nice lens to see the world through and to gain clarity on exactly what your clients yeah. are after. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that is really beautiful. Out of interest, your father, was he in the interior design build industry at all? Was there any kind of that influence on Do you? Know you? So, my sister, so my sister and I, so my sister's six years older than me and funnily enough, she wanted to be an architect. Yeah. Then um, she ended up being an engineer. So yeah. she's still in around all that stuff and she's project manager and whatnot for bigger companies. And then I've kind of found myself into this. So it wasn't like it was a dream that mm. I wanted to do. It was something that just happened, as I said before. And we were saying, it's so weird that we both ended up kind of in the same industry similar similar and I'm like but mum and dad like literally have no connection but then when you think about it he's always 
He's always looking at real estate. He's always looking at the next opportunity. He's mm. always talking about property development. Problem solving. Yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. so if you throw something to him, you're like, oh, I want to do this. He's like, yeah, okay, sweet. Like, how do we make that happen? Mm. So it wasn't, it's, I don't think it's intentional. It's probably in our blood, yes. but not actually an obvious thing for him. Yes. Yeah. But he's... He's, he's got four properties, so he's like he's in and around it, right? And he's oh. always looking to do stuff. And was he doing that while you were growing up as well? Yes, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. There's a huge influence yeah. there, sure. But it wasn't like an obvious thing. It was like he yes. was an architect and that's how we yes. got into it. Yeah. yeah, again, hindsight, right? It like gives you all these little breadcrumbs at the time. You don't know that they're breadcrumbs and then you look back and you're like, oh, that makes that sense, totally makes sense. As to could have where got there faster. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you couldn't have. Your timing was always true. perfect. Yeah, 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 exactly how it always it's happens meant for to be. a reason, right? For sure. Yeah. I am a big believer in that as well. While we're talking about the relationship with your clients and sticking to their brief while that underlying mission, I suppose, of getting to the bottom of a feeling. I really want to understand that duality that I struggle with personally. So I'd really like to understand how you see it, that you're creating, generally speaking, or I like to think that I create as a personal expression, a reflection Mm. of myself. Yeah. But when you're creating for clients, you're creating homes for other people, Mm. you're creating as a expression of themselves. That's how your designs are received by them. How does that duality coexist with you? Does it? Is it a problem? Is it just me not being able to wrap my head around it? No, I think this is an amazing question. Like it's just, you know, it's it's one that you have to think about, right? Because you don't actually dissect it often. It's just something that you do and you used to, right? Um, I, I, for me, it probably starts with duality being that it probably starts with the client as opposed Mm. to it starting with me and me trying to express my intention or um, my personality. Yes. It starts with obviously what that client want is wanting out of their brief, their vision, their reality. And then from that, I get to be creative. So it's mm. not my personality, it's actually them. So it's, I'm serving them up a platter with their personality and mm. their vision refined and tweaked with the designer eye. Yes. Um, I was just thinking there when you were asking the question, I was like, when when i think sometimes for me because i'm sure there's a lot of designers that are in that in that realm right so they it's an expression of their creativity Mm. but they're kind of using their clients as a base to be able to do that Mm. um and even for me like when i've i've got it so wrong so you know often right Mm. so there was one particular client that i have done recently and you know she she hadn't sent inspo photos because for whatever reason and she'd given this brief but what happened was I, I think my intention and creativity took over. So I've gone crazy. I've like fell in love with this beautiful blue terrazzo tile. And I'm like, I want to use that. Yeah. And I'm not really, I'm kind of ignoring the fact of everything that she said in terms mm. of a brief and then gone crazy. And it looked amazing. But she was so, she was like, watch, like, where did this go? Like what happened here? Because for me, I wanted this, 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 this. And so for me as a designer and what works for me is listening to that client first and then realizing their stuff and then just using my skills to be able to kind of infiltrate that into their into their home yes yeah does that make sense yeah it does yeah you're the creative vehicle for them absolutely whereas on the flip side of that in a space like your seaside shack that we're in right now yes 
How did that come about and that expression? Is this a true expression of you and your creativity or were you trying to, again, get a specific <laughs> on feeling? The day, on the, the personality on that day. Yes, yes. sure, sure. <laughs> Depends who was available. And I think, you know, I, and I, look, I speak of myself, I don't know how other designers work, but there are designers out there that have very much a, um, you know, a palette, mm. a look, a, a feel. style. Yeah. yeah. And people go for, to them for that look. Mm. Um, what I love about what I do is that I get to be different personalities every single time. So my emotions to a particular home is what it is. So when I walked into this space and I could see a vision for it, this is what I saw. Sure. Right? This was the feeling that it already yeah. had. It just didn't look that way. It didn't look that way. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to have some fun because I wanted, I was like, okay, what are my words? I want someone to come here and feel instant, really relaxed, instantly relaxed. And then I want them to go away and speak talk about it so mm. when you leave today you go oh my god can you believe this little beach shack down in mount martha you should go see it blah blah blah. Yes. so you want to stay mm. um and also what um it, it creates a feeling of like nostalgic nostalgic right so mm. it's like a feeling of childhood and just being like you know it's very colorful and yeah. bright and yeah. bold and so fun. for me it's that's really cheeky and fun yeah and so for me it suited this particular project but then going into the development now when we're mm. building like you know a three-level home with a rooftop that we want to have you know it needs to be really um bold in mount martha and it needs to really stand out it's probably not the type of interiors that i'll do sure it's and going so, to look very differently because yeah. you're after a different feeling yeah for and i think for person. me that's where it sits in terms of design intent it's like mm. what is the house and pay homage to that particular style yes um which means you can kind of move and do anything you want mm. really absolutely yeah. it does that's great yeah <laughs> so then when we look to the future future rachel what are your big hopes and dreams for the future what is your life purpose like where are you going do you know uh, or you can I, it can I say I want a husband? No. <laughs> you can have anything. No, I'm not um, <laughs> no, future Rachel. Um, do you know it's funny? I probably, I probably would say um, at the start of 2023, it's been a huge year for me mm. um, in terms of pers personal growth and finding myself. There's a lot of toxicity that I've let go of. I mm. think that's really hard. Absolutely. Like it's really hard to say no. It's really hard to have boundaries and still feel like a good person because mm. I'm a people pleaser by yeah. nature. Um, so this year it's probably been one of the years that I probably felt closest to the person that maybe I'm meant to be. Yeah, great. sure. There's more growth to come. Yeah. Um, that's where I am personally, and I think everything else kind of falls into place in terms of your friendships, the people that you surround yourself with, um, or you know, obviously the energy that I put out is what I'm getting back now, and I love mm, that. Absolutely. And I think there's so much more to come. Yeah. Um, in terms of the business. Yeah, it's just about refining it for our clients. So giving them the experience that they deserve. So they come to us because they've got this vision of how it is that they want their place to look or their home to look. So for us, it's about streamlining the process so they have mm. an amazing experience because it should be fun yeah. and it should be stress-free mm. and it should feel amazing. Yeah, um, not just the end product, the whole journey. Yeah, the whole journey. Yeah. Like I think that's really important because you know, this is probably one of your biggest assets that you're ever going to invest in, right? Mm. Um, so for me, that's really important. I love that maybe every, most of all my clients would feel like I'm their friend. Yeah. And I love that feeling. Like yeah, it feels great. so lovely. Um, 
I think in terms of the company, it just keeps going from strength to strength every year. I imagine by the time I'm 50, I want to say 50, that's seven years time. <laughs> it's getting closer. I know. These years. <laughs> Damn it. I want to be retired. And when I say retired, I mean retired from maybe um, client work and maybe doing my own development, not saying that R and Co's to stop, like maybe yes. that's still going in the background. Yeah. And I'm doing stuff in it, but I'm also doing my own developments, like more of the Mount Martha projects. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah. And have more flexibility around my time. Mm. My boys, I think, my, I think Tayo will be 18 by then. Yeah. Perfect timing. And that's stop You've parenting. You've <laughs> to perfection. <laughs> Just stop parenting. Move stop to Byron parenting, Bay. Stop working. Yeah. Done. I've said to them I'm moving to Byron Bay. I'll do Wonderful. six months there, six months here. Oh, I love that. I'll see, I'll see what happens. Do you spend much time in Byron Bay now? It's getting it's a bit just... too commercial. Like it's a bit okay. too much so like on the outskirts. Sure. Um, but I, like, I secretly think I'm just a, a hippie deep down. Great. Like just bare feet, nature, yeah. hinterlands. I love that. No one can get in contact with me. Yeah, she's an <laughs> off-grid kind of gal now. <laughs> so as far as you, your personal desires and the desires for R&Co, your overall purpose. Do you see the two of them overlapping and being almost one in the same or are they completely different for you? Oh my God, like um, I couldn't say that they would be any, like any closer, mm. you know? Um, like how good is it to get to a point where you're like, oh my God, I actually have figured out my purpose. Like some people don't get that in a lifetime. I know. Um, some people find it really quickly. I think for me, like I said before, it was, you know, I, I did. I had like hard teens, hard 20s. It was like very scattered. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I struggled like with who I was mm. a lot of the times. And there's been significant things in my life that have kind of gone, pushed me forward. Mm. And it's been out of necessity as opposed to, this is what I'm trying to do. Yes. But I absolutely am like, it's the right direction. It happened for a reason. Mm. Um, if I had to do, if work a day in my life that didn't align with my personality or ethos or culture, I probably would die a little bit inside my soul. Yes. Would. <laughs> yeah. So for me, this is, it totally is enmeshed. Like my life is my work. My work is my life. Yeah, it never you feels... can't separate no. them. No, I, yeah. I'd love it. Yeah. I'm very much the same. And I find it interesting when people can switch and they say like you know looking for work-life balance and they think they've found it whereas I'm like I don't need any balance because it is just all one in the same yeah, my yeah. work and my life is just the same thing yes so like maybe that's balance I don't know but I feel like I it's not a seesaw it's just well one in the same one in the same like if you're mm. sitting there doing you know like for me like maybe creating a mood board or a materials board and move you know playing with samples and stuff yeah, fine, you're like, it's work, mm. but actually it's not because this is, like, what I'm passionate about. Absolutely. It's so much fun. And whether people were paying you to do it or not, you'd I'd have I'd just be as doing much it fun. anyway. Yeah. Exactly, right? Yeah. Um, and even the people thing, like, you know, how do you, how do you see and meet so many people? How do you get to influence some of their decisions that will that they'll live with for a very long time mm. like how like interiors is such a good place to be able to do that because not only are you getting into their psyche and understanding who they are you're getting to know their families and on mm. a personal level 
um, you have an influence on how they live mm. and then you still get to play with the materials. Like, there's no, no better life than that. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. So everyone needs to become an interior designer. Yeah, yeah, no, That's don't. That's the message. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> when you're, you were saying that there were periods where you potentially were feeling more lost and not necessarily knowing which direction you're going in, when you have those feelings, when you're feeling a little bit less fulfilled, I suppose, Yeah directionless are there things that you do are there things that you try and create for yourself to kind of knuckle down on your authenticity and to mm. become more aligned to your purpose are there any tips that's or tricks question. that's a great question oh yeah so i think realistically um for me it's about feeling more grounded and centered so when i you know and i i do often feel that way like i feel lost or um, you know, don't know my purpose anymore. Mm. I think for me, it's about con connecting to the thing that I feel lost with, right? Mm. And often that's probably my boys. Like if I feel like it's such a juggle because like I'm on my own, so I'm a single mum. So, you know, you've got the boys, you've got all their school, like the WhatsApp groups are like crazy. I bet. And sport. <laughs> it's and like all, everything. Yeah. And then you've obviously got the business and you've got staff. So that's a responsibility as mm. well. And then you've got developed. So all these things that happen. And often when I feel lost or not in line with purpose, it's probably me being a mum. So then I will find time to be with them yes. and have quality time and kind of get back to my roots. I often spend time with my family because I feel like that's my roots. That's where I feel myself. Yeah. And so just, letting go, yeah. Yeah. so just letting go of all the things that are stressing me out mm. and reconnecting. But also I love the beach. So it's like whether I get to the beach and I'm just seeing it, smelling it, being there, hearing it, I, that often will very much ground me. Mm. So I think it's just finding those things that makes you feel reconnected to yourself. Mm. And, you know, the, the little things like the meditation, I like doing that. I've, I've just started doing Pilates, so I feel like that gets me out of my head yes. and zones me out. Yeah. And probably the, I think maybe the biggest one is when I feel stuck professionally, like mm. I'm struggling or I, maybe a little bit ADHD because I'm like, those things that I don't want to do, I'm going to keep to the very last thing and like keep putting not them off. Do it. Yes. And then it's off. a mountain at the is end. Is that a normal yeah. thing to do? Like I feel, is that everyone does that or is it I just... To know, I do it too. Yeah, I just say, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm riding that boat with you. When yeah. I struggle, I, I get to, the, I go to the creative thing. Mm. So I get to the thing that's, you know, most fun for me, which is like, you know, playing with materials, mm or designing something as opposed to doing admin stuff. So it's just yeah. clicking back into the thing that you love and then you mm. get to the things that you don't love so much. Yeah, afterwards. I find that really useful. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that those things that you've listed, like your family and connecting to the seaside, are they also the things that make you feel most authentic to yourself? Yes, absolutely. Would so, there be any other examples that you're like, yes, this is when I am my most me probably look I've done you know like I've done I guess I've done a lot of work in terms of mindset mm -hmm. and working on myself like I love things that we were talking about before like Jay Shetty and mm -hmm. podcasts and things like that um when I most feel authentic is when I cut the bullshit yeah and I actually just sit within my own space letting go of you know insecurities that you might feel of yourself mm. and just presenting as who you are right yeah. and that's with all the my burkos and my relaxed attire like it's just being comfortable in your own skin yeah um 
that's probably when I feel the most authentic when mm. I'm just being me. Yeah, but that doesn't even answer the question because it is that is authenticity, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it does that you're not trying to morph into someone that you're not. Yeah, and the fact that you can recognise it. Yeah, and I think what well, I think one of the things like you know. It gets easier to say that you know things that you like about yourself as you get older. It's like the thing that I love about myself most is I don't change. It's like you can put me in a two-rack home and you can put me in a house in Narry Road, where I'm from, and yes. it doesn't change, right? Yes. I am who I am, and it's like love me or leave me. Well, that's a wonderful way to be. Yeah, that yeah, you can be authentically yourself and feel like you can be more often than not. Yes. Particularly well, there's with power in that, I think. Yeah. There's power in being able to be authentic and 100%. not change. Particularly with those different sorts of people who are your clients from yes. vastly different backgrounds that you don't have to morph into someone you're not Correct. to please them. Yes. Mm, and get their vision across. Oh, do you know the other thing that I love doing? So this is my yeah. distraction. <laughs> love it. Like cooking, like I lo- like my thing yeah. is, and I think that's to, like I get back into that like Mauritian heritage. Yes. Is like when I'm feeling like really anxious and stuff, I get in the kitchen with the boys and I love cooking. Mm. Like it just, Are you cooking or baking? Like what would be your go-to? Probably cook, like we'll make like fresh home pa- like homemade pasta yes. or gnocchi, yeah. um, lasagna, like all that. Like I don't even know why so much Italian because I don't even make Mauritian food. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, and, we do, and we do, we bake together, like we'll yes. make cakes and stuff. I love doing that because A, it's the quality time with the boys, mm. it's reconnecting, but also it's probably one of those things that takes me back to childhood where yeah. I feel authentically yes. myself yeah. and I just love it. And like, you get to make memories with them while connecting to memories from your from, past yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. that duality again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are our main questions for today, but we do have like a rapid fire to finish yeah, with. Yeah, because the questions weren't enough. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, right? But these are just six questions to answer in one word or one sentence. Okay. Oh my god, it's so bad. Just this is like trivia. The first thing that comes to mind. It is trivia, but about you. On your journey today, what is the one thing you are the most proud of? Authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. If you could describe yourself in just one word, what would it be? Courage. Courageous. Great. And your design style or the way you create, if you were to describe that in one word? Can I say boundaries, pushing boundaries? I've had a yeah. say what's boundaries, yeah. but like. Innovative? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Innovative, pushing yeah. boundaries, great. Okay, so this one, if you're to picture yourself at home or even here and picture an interior object or an art piece something that you surround yourself with that really has a deep connection a deep story that you like to tell about the object does something come to mind i'm going to say something so ridiculous but there's a picture frame up there yeah um that says don't be a dick yeah i don't know why but the colors speak to me but it's also the message right because i think it's like it it describes my personality it's like funny vivacious out there it's got all the colors but it's also meaningful yeah and to the point like (laughs) this is what we're here for yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's great where did you get that from like is there a story behind that or you literally just saw it and we're like that is me yeah that's actually from my girlfriend a very good girlfriend so yeah it has a little bit of a backstory but I just think it's it's hilarious and it's probably like me in a nutshell I love that that's exactly what I'm after (laughs) what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given go for it just go for it 
Yeah. Yeah. Take out all the fear and just go for it. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah. Just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have a favourite quote? I always say I, I'm like the quote queen, but I've got a really bad memory. <laughs> but one of the things, like, I'm always banging onto the boys in the car on yeah. the way to school. They're like, oh. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. I was, I'm like, boys, at every at the bottom of every mountain, at the, oh, so this is how bad my memory is. I'm like, so bad with quotes. At the bottom of every mountain, no, at the top of every mountain, it's the bottom of the next, so just keep on climbing. The stuff I'll tell them in the car. I was like, just keep going. Like, yeah. one time Raph was like, you know, he didn't want to do athletics and he cried and he didn't do it. I was like, but just get to the next point, buddy. And then mm. you just got to keep going. Like, I love that type of keep going stuff. That mentality. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having Are me. there any... It wasn't so hard. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, how can people find you? Um, so website is randcodesignstudio.com.au and then also Insta is a really good way to find mm -hmm. us. So that's at randco.design.studio. Mm -hmm. It's a mouthful. Fabulous. <laughs> uh, have you got any events or anything like that coming up? I know that you're doing a few public speaking. Is there I'm anything people can come and hang out with you, see you. You can come to see us at the office. Oh, we love that. <laughs> oh, there we go. We That's love that. We love visitors yeah, and just fabulous. people coming in and popping in. Yeah. Um, awesome. But no big ones coming up. Okay. So, yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Inspiration to Creation. If you've enjoyed this episode, please come and connect with me on Instagram at Amilla Studio or in our Facebook discussion group. Just search Inspiration to Creation podcast. This is an independent podcast and I'm so appreciative of your time and support. If you could follow this podcast on the platform that you're listening to this episode on or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'd be forever grateful. It helps so, so much to spread the word about purpose. Thanks again. Bye. This podcast is created for educational and entertainment purposes only and not intended as a substitute for seeking professional help.